spring weather can really throw us for a loop with high temperatures one day and then a foot of snow the next. And this means you've got to keep an eye on your livestock barns. I'm Stephanie Hoff for the Midwest Farm Report. Our in-studio guest today is Courtney Halbach, the outreach specialist for the Dairyland Initiative with the School of Veterinary Medicine. The Dairyland Initiative is an online resource for dairy farmers and industry consultants that need more information about animal housing, lameness prevention, and calf health. Courtney's area of focus is on the housing side. She says a lot of questions she's fielding this time of year are about managing ventilation in the calf barn. We can have really weird weather extremes, and if you have been in the Midwest in the past week or two, you have lived through that with, I don't know, 50-degree weather, and then overnight we're getting 12 inches of snow. So, um, you know, how do you manage the ventilation and the environment in the calf barn? And there's really no science-backed answer. It's all kind of a feel. So most of our calf barns are naturally ventilated, meaning that we're relying on either thermal buoyancy to help drive air movement in the barn or opening up sidewall curtains to try and maximize wind coming into the barn to help create that air movement, air exchange. And as the temperature gets warmer, we're going to want to start opening up those curtains. So all winter, you've been keeping your curtains closed. Hopefully you're getting four air changes an hour, whether that's from wind coming into the barn or we see a lot of barns with a positive pressure tube system. And then once we start hitting about 40 degrees consistently inside the barn, I'd like to see those curtains to be opened. And there's a lot of different ways you can open the curtains. You've got top down, bottom up, or split. And when it comes to our preference, I like split curtains because you have finer control of bringing air in through the top of the building or down by the calf environment. But split curtains are expensive. So... Um, My next option would be top down, and that's because I want to be able to start opening up the barn at those lower temperatures, but I don't want to create a chill on the calves. So by bringing in that air from the top, I can let that come into the barn and fall and start to mix with air already inside of the barn, and then... Um, it circulate. But one thing I also want to just kind of touch on with that bringing air in over the top is I don't want the calf pens right next to the sidewall. I want them to come off about three feet or so just so that there's enough space for that air to drop in and we do not create a draft on the calf. Because it sounds like there's a fine line between ventilation and a chill, <laughs> like yes. kind of as you kind of talked about um, earlier. So, I mean, like, what is that fine line? I'm sure you don't want a fully enclosed space all winter long, no air movement, but too much air movement may pose an animal health issue. Yeah. So, when we're talking about the winter, we're going to be aiming for four air changes an hour and no draft. So, that's, you know, air movement of about 60 feet per minute in the calf space. And we want some air movement, so bringing in air through a small opening in the curtain from the top, 
bringing in air through a positive pressure tube, and then having pens that, you know, if they're in an individual pen, solid barriers between a pair or one calf is fine, but having the front and the back open with a mesh just helps that air come in through the pen without it being blocked because we're going to be using other things to help keeping the calves warm, whether it's, you know, higher feeding rates, a nice dry bed for them to lie on. And then maybe we've added a calf jacket to help keep them warmer. And then that kind of gets me to another question about calf jackets. It's when do they come off? Um, The best way to determine that is to just stick your hand up underneath the, the calf jacket. And if you are feeling any sweat, it's time to take it off. You don't want any moisture going on underneath there. Yeah, just like you wouldn't want to be in a sweaty jacket (laughs) during the the day, neither do they. Yeah. So calf management seems to be the focus for the spring. Can you explain, though, why calf comfort is going to be important from a profitability standpoint uh, moving forward? Those calves, those are the future of your herd. If we keep them healthy young, they're going to produce more for us in their first lactation. You know, we see research has shown that calves that get respiratory disease do not perform as well as their herd rates. They have a higher likelihood of being cold um, and just don't produce as much and don't have as high of average daily gains. And so you just see from the start that those calves are behind their herd mates and they're not going to live up to their potential. So it's really key to try and take care, you know. Your barn might not be brand new, fancy, expensive, or anything, but that doesn't mean that you can't raise healthy, successful calves. It all comes down to management and maximizing their environment as much as possible. So really staying tuned into their bedding, their feeding, and how air is getting into the barn. And those curtains, oh, it's just another chore. And if you're not in the calf barn all the day, it's just a pain in the butt. Um, so, you know, you can have an automated curtain system. We recommend having the thermostat inside the barn so it's more representative of what the calves are feeling and make sure it's out of the sun. And then it's cleaned off too because I've been into plenty of barns that are cleaned off and that just helps manage curtain design. Obviously, we're going to get some bad weather here, some driving rain in those moments where you're like, well, should we do ventilation or dry bedding? Focus on keeping the, the calf area dry, close those curtains, but be ready to go back into the calf barn when the rain has stopped and open up those curtains again and then kind of when the curtains should be fully open is when we're hitting about 70 degrees, then all of the sidewalls should be open, overhead doors open as well. For producers who are looking to make adjustments on the farm, you know, whether it's installing a new curtains or or maybe something more simple, are there cost share resources or grant opportunities available? There is a grant resource for um, farm improvements here in Wisconsin. So if you're really looking to make, you know, a, a significant enough change to increase the farmstead viability, um, then yes, there are some grants through um, the state of Wisconsin. 
Again, Courtney Halbach joins us in studio, the outreach specialist with the Dairyland Initiative with the School of Veterinary Medicine here in Madison. And Courtney, we spent the majority of this conversation talking about calves, but what about adult cows? Do they require the same amount of attention when the weather is back and forth this spring? So the same principles of curtain management apply in adult cows as calves, so really trying to open up those um, curtains if it's a naturally ventilated barn. But if you're looking, if you're in a mechanically ventilated system, I cannot stress the importance of making sure that all components of your ventilation system work and to make sure that you are cleaning your fans. Oh my goodness, whether it is your exhaust fans or the fans over the stalls, if there is any sort of buildup or um, belts have worn out or anything, you're going to see a, uh, those fans lose up to 40% in their efficiency. So if you had 100 fans running, that's like 40 of those fans not operating because you didn't clean them. And now is the perfect time to um, clean those fans. And then no matter if you're in a naturally ventilated or a mechanically ventilated barn, you're going to want to create fast moving air in the resting space because we want to keep cows lying down for longer so that they keep up their milk production. And so we aim for 200 to 400 feet per minute. And I think that's like two to five miles per hour with the fans in the resting space. So just visually looking at your barn, if you're looking at the fans over the stalls, hopefully they're pointed to the next fan in line and just below it so that you're getting a nice angle on that fan and influencing air in all of those um, stalls along the way. The other thing to think about is where are fans placed on the farm? And ideally, you know, number one spot, holding area. Get fast moving air, water, cool those cows. That is a heat induced environment and whatever we can do to help maximize cooling then, especially when she's standing up and has more body surface to dissipate heat. That's the place that we should target fast moving air and high droplet sprinklers. Then I want to see fans over the resting space, whether it's stalls or bedded packs. And again, that's mechanical or naturally ventilated. And I really don't want to see um, fans over the feed bunk because that's not where we want our cows spending the day. So if you've got fans over the feed bunk, but you don't have fans over that outside row of stalls, now might be the time to consider um, making the move of those fans over to the stalls. And you'll have some happy cows and um, more milk in the bulk tank. Well, there's your to-do list ahead of the heat this summer. Courtney Halbach is the outreach specialist with the Dairyland Initiative. Everything we're talking about here today can be found online. They also get together for workshops. The Dairyland Initiative has a virtual workshop coming up May 3rd and 4th. All in the dairy industry are welcome from farmers to veterinarians to contractors. Both days will offer a lecture and real-world problems to solve in the barn. You can get more information by Googling the Dairyland Initiative. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff.